You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Hey, Jordan, your usual drink tonight? Yes, thank you. So, where's Eric and Ryan? Uh, they're on their way. I wanted to listen to your latest podcast, but where can I download the episodes again? You can download all their episodes at movieguyspodcast.podme.com. You can also find us on every social media platform. Every social media platform? That's awesome. Hey, it looks like your friends are here. Let me get the first round for you guys. this movie was about firefighters but it kind of was uh my wife was disgusted eric how the hell are you doing i think this is actually a good thing to talk about as a preconceived notion of what you thought this movie was gonna be about you thought it was gonna be about firefighters yeah that's I, what i was hoping for i i thought that this was going to be a, about just some small town tale of Pete Davison's life. That is what I expected. Um, that's that's what I expected from this. I guess it, it's not too far off. Uh, what were your expectations going into The King of Staten Island, Ryan? Uh, well, I thought it was going to be funny. I thought that I was going to have a witty script. I thought that it was going to be entertaining. Um, and, you know, for the most part... Fairly uh, disappointed. Really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to agree with Ryan on this one because the trailers had me believing. Now, it's no fault of the trailers. It's me, I guess, or you can blame the trailers. But I thought the movie was going to be, you know, loosely based, of course. But I thought it was going to be, you know, hey, he, there's this guy who's trying to be a tattoo artist. Clearly, he sucks. His dad died in a fire. He wants nothing to do with the fire department something happens to where he's involved in the fire department and then and at the end of the movie he graduates from the academy and now he is honoring his father by being a firefighter that's why i thought the movie that i was getting and boy was i wrong i got an hour and a half of shenanigans and 30 minutes of firefighters it's this movie is sold as a comedy at least from the the quick googles that i've seen it goes comedy and then drama. So we have um, the dramedy, as it's been known to be called otherwise, right? This is uh, kind of what we have. It's got funny people in it. We're going to have a good time. Uh, I would say that this movie is a much better drama than it is a comedy. Uh, it's it's just a weird thing. Like, is it is it just me? And this is not to dig on, on Pete Davidson, but it just maybe seems like this was too safe of a role for him. But uh, it seemed like everyone else in this movie was awesome. And he just kind of, he was the plot point that just moved it along to let the other characters shine. I think that's actually a, a pretty damning critique of the movie. Because he's in almost every scene... And I, I felt the same exact way. Like when they're, they're, there are scenes where they're obviously ad-libbing and doing improv and they stand out because of Pete Davidson. 
And the only times I thought that he was actually good in the movie was when he was like shouting to defend himself. Like when people are calling him lazy or no good and he's like defending himself verbally. Other than that, I found him to be either annoying or just tiresome. Could that be that's the character? Uh, no. no, no, that's just Pete Davidson. Because it's 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 only <laughs> in those moments where like he they, he makes facial gestures or when he's like his character is obvious. Like it's when they're obviously doing like a like it's a shot where it's a take where Judd Apatow was like, all right, guys, have fun with it, and they you know did whatever, and he the director liked it enough to keep it in the movie. Um, but I feel I feel like it's it's it sticks out poorly. Because Pete's David, Pete Davidson is the star. Uh, he co-wrote it, and it's inspired by his life story. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So to show my age, then I don't. I did not know who the fuck Pete Davidson was until a year or two ago when I watched The Dirt on Netflix. Okay. And and people are like, "Oh, Pete David, Pete Davidson is in this. This is so funny." I was like, "Who?" Who is Pete Davidson? I have no idea who this guy was. And then eventually I was like, oh, he's the manager guy? That's what he looks like with that weird hair? Okay, that's him. And then I just slowly go down this 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 hole of, oh, he was on SNL. And, oh, okay. So then to prepare for the movie, I watched his newest stand-up on Netflix. And my wife and I got about 10 minutes into it. And she said, this guy fucking sucks. Yeah, listen, there's... He's gone through actually a few different stages of comedy. I hate to admit that I've, uh, by coincidence, kind of followed along with this guy's career. I, I watched Saturday Night Live, um, uh, you know, pretty pretty well. I, I like to, to catch it. It's the only thing that because it's on a weekly contingent, you know, the weekly schedule. I'm just kind of as a kid grained uh, uh, into that routine. Always loved it. Always watch it. He, uh, I watched him when he first came on it because that's where he got his big break from. Uh, because of it, I was able to watch a stand-up before he got into SNL, or maybe it was like his first year or something like that. And that was actually like a stand-up stand-up. He had jokes where there was setups, there was punchlines, there were callbacks. He did a good job. A lot of this shit was actually pretty funny, too. This new stuff that he has is, I fear, this new style of comedy, because a lot of comics been doing this. And the other uh, girl from SNL Live... Oh, goodness, she was in Ghostbusters. Uh, Leslie, is her name? Um, she's the loudmouth character. Jones. Yeah, she's the loudmouth. Uh, uh, she, she did the same thing where uh, they both have the same special where they're not really doing a stand-up like it's comedy. They're just kind of talking very exaggeratedly. That's, that's kind of what they're doing is that they're just storytelling and they're just kind of doing like a yuck yuck at the end and laughing at their own material. A lot of other comedians are starting to do this too. It's ushering this new age of comedy. I don't like it. Uh, but again, for some reason, cringe humor has been a thing. And this type of just rambling is now a new form of comedy that people seem to enjoy. Well, I didn't enjoy this movie. I mean, like firefighting is huge. Uh, for my family, my, my, my dad's retired captain. So I, I, I'm, I'm all about the fire department. Hell, I have a thin red line flag flying in front of my house as we speak. Okay. Uh, 
but uh, I was disappointed because that, that's not like, I mean, Steve Buscemi's in this movie. Steve Buscemi is famously knowing to stop acting for a while and help out um, uh, fire departments around New York after 9-11 because he was a volunteer firefighter before he became an actor. Like, I was into this. Bill Burr, Bill Burr's my people. Oh, yeah. I, what, Bill just, Burr's just, is just my the, the tell-it-like-it-is-in-your-face kind of guy? Oh, yeah. Efforts for family. I had to be in the mood for it, but I love watching that show. Uh, I love his stand-up. I love his interviews. It's just I'm, just, I'm just a Bill Burr guy. Sure. So seeing him in this movie with that horrendous mustache makes me want to grow a mustache. <laughs> um, my wife sees this with me, and she goes, is that Marissa Tomei? Yeah. Sure is. Oh, what happened? She's a mom now? I'm like, yep. She, she's actually probably the best part of the movie. I think Bill Burr was the best her and, part. Her and the girlfriend. Yeah, like, the, best part the, of the, movie. the funnier parts in this movie are from the ensemble. It's not from Pete Davidson, whether it be uh, that part or I, I liked the bit with Action Bronson. That thought, I thought was great. He's the uh, the guy that was stumbling along that that uh, fell into a thorn bush, you know? Um, right. I, I guess is, those, those excuses were hilarious to me. Uh, but... Uh, you know, a lot of other characters to just kind of be be funny. It, I was surprised by the movie because my expectations were really low going into it, and this ended up being a a decent drama. Yes, yeah, so that's what it was. It was a drama. I have a question though for both of you. When did Judd Apatow start to suck? Was it This Is Forty or Trainwreck? When did he start to suck? This Is Forty. <laughs> Go ahead, Brian. That's I, my vote. I think that when he's given too much freedom, he likes to do he likes to do sort of the James L. Brooks dramedy style. Like James L. Brooks, he's you know famous for um, as good as it gets. But then his last big movie was uh, well, his movie in two thousand four, Spanglish. Right, two sides roughly of the same coin. One balances. The comedy, the drama, and the extra sweetness very well. Uh, Spanglish does not. And Judd Apatow kind of <laughs> falls into that sort of category. You, you let him have too much free reign without being reined in, you get um, King of Staten Island. You get funny people. But if you let, if, like, if there's just this right balance, you can get This is 40, which I think is actually a decent movie. Um, but this is this is a very different movie from the two that made him famous, Forty Year Old Virgin and Knocked Up. Well, this is too long, and I've noticed well, that with Judge Apatow, he can't stop at an hour thirty. This movie could have been a good classic hour thirty. Why two and a half hours? Because that's that's just what he does. Because I think, train wreck, story I, think train wreck, I think Trainwreck itself is uh, over two hours long. I know Funny People is almost two and a half. Why? I mean, this 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 could take out majority of the beginning of this movie. Well, take out take out bits, but go ahead, Eric. Sorry. I I think that he's doing this because you're uh, you notice a trend with all those movies that you say, The King of Staten Island, Train Wreck, and This Is Forty. Is that these are are now uh, these are very different from the movies that uh, he had produced before, like the forty year old version, where those were um, more of like well because of the the humor that was involved in. Like seem to be a little bit more ridiculous, like a forty-year-old version, uh, and then trying to get him laid. Like that's almost like a like a like a Porky's fucking concept, you know? Hey guys, we gotta get this guy laid, type of thing. Uh, 
Whereas these other movies, like the ones I had mentioned before, are slice-of-life pieces about trials and tribulations that a character goes through that could be relatable to you, in a sense, the viewer, and watching these characters either confront their issues with themselves or with each other and then dealing with it. And I think people are drawn to it because they need some sort of, of acknowledgement that other people are going through similar issues that they're maybe going through and to have it over two hours just kind of helps tell the story there are a lot of unnecessary parts in this movie i will say that the fighting for tips doesn't really seem to have any place in this movie uh the, there's a lot of things there's a lot of concepts that go nowhere yeah um like like the fighting for tips it's shown twice i thought that was going to lead to him actually beating up ray beating up bill burr but that no, he gets beat up by Bill Burr. The part where the movie just changes on a dime into a thriller when his friends try to rob a pharmacy and they get shot. Um, that he goes and visits them in jail, and that's the end of that. We never hear about them or no consequences for for Scott at all. And then the whole stuff with his sister going off to college, where she's like, "Oh, I'm worried that you're gonna ruin everything with mom." And then he goes and parties with her, asks her how we're going get, to get get rid of Ray. She says we're not, and it, that's the end of her. She's that's never heard from of, again. That's not end of her because he calls her a few scenes later when she's dressed as a kitty cat at a Halloween party, and then that's we true. never see her again. That's, that's true. Bullshit, Ryan. It's just even so he, can, <laughs> he confesses. He goes to the jail to ask his friend if he can crash at his house while he's in prison, and he. He admits on the phone at the jail that he was the getaway driver. And nothing <laughs> comes out of that. And Those things even, are uh, recorded. Right. And then and then even like his friend is uh, who they thought was catfish turned out wasn't catfished. That's into that. Like we never hear well, from that, these characters again. That was a running joke. Well, I know, but it's like but And it's that was the punch, which it. which was which again uh, a very funny non-Pete Davidson moment. What? So, I mean, that's just another one of those those things. Uh, uh, but, yeah, exactly. Like, it's it. This movie is basically about this this sleaze bag of a guy who just mooches and and takes advantage of people and doesn't really understand the, uh, uh, you know, what his actions really uh, are having any effect uh, of doing. Or you know, it's just he just reckless basically and just a loser. And they say it all the time. And then he gets lucky. Like uh, like a bunch of different times. He gets lucky until he has to work for it. My, uh, he could have easily gone wife... to jail. Jesus. Like, you know, like he was a, a, a hair away from from if one, di one direction. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. A cop would just need to look at one direction differently and just see him like running. And then that was it. Like that would be movie over. You're going to jail. Well, it's, speaking of using people, my wife does this cute thing. It's just always been cute to me. Anytime that there's like something that a female character does in a movie that's strong or powerful in my wife's point of view, she she stands up and gives like the snap, kind of like you go girl kind of thing, you know? Okay. I don't know why she does it. It's adorable. Uh, and it's the scene where is when Pete Davidson fucks the girlfriend, and then afterwards he's like, "Can I stay here?" And she kicks him out. My wife stands up and goes, "That's right, you don't want to be with that bomb." <laughs> and it's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, 
Like that was that was it. Like she still did the little snap thing. This movie completely fucking changes when he goes to the fire station. I'm gonna talk about that in a second, but because I do want to talk a lot about the fire station stuff because A means a lot, you know, to me personally. But is it is it just me saying is it is it the way the character is written or is it the way that he is playing it? But he's just such a whiny bitch about his dad. Or, is, or I mean, like, is is it just me? Because it's like he's joking about his dad dying, but then he's sad that his dad dies. Well, there's no, there's no. Here's here's what I think about this. I, I'll give you a rough uh, interpretation, and this this came with afterthought, by the way, at the movie, not immediately as I'm watching it. Um, but I, it was. I think this actually pretty cleverly written because the entire first half of the movie you had this guy really just just hating kind of the world around him because he felt like he was uh you know given something unfair his father was taken away from him and you can tell that he's never really confronted that or dealt with it or anything and so he's just escaped from it by hanging out with some loser friends and just kind of you know uh brushing it off on somebody else it's never his fault you know he's like no fuck you my father's dead. Fuck you, type of thing. That attitude, and he pretends like it doesn't bother him because he's a, wants to be the tough guy, I guess, right? But once he finds out more uh, about his father in the world of of the firefighters, when Bill Burr maybe says something, just a, a comment about it, you know, I know your father, type of thing, you start to open that door just a little bit more, and then you start to hear those stories from like Steve Buscemi, and you you start to hear a little bit more and more. And I think the big part is when he finally admits that he still misses his father. He's starting to see this world where he can actually be closer to his father. He's hearing these these different stories. He's hearing his new side of his father he's never heard before. He's seeing this life as a firefighter that he had never heard about before. You know, he's he could do the party life like he had, you know, can hear now hear that his father had done. He can do that, but. His father did this other life too, and he's seeing more of this this new world, and I think that's where he's getting this confidence from. So that's kind of this interpretation that I thought of. But why not? But why not end the movie with him being a firefighter then? I mean, like because clearly it ends well enough on an upswing. Like yeah, yeah, sure, but like, but, 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 what what's frustrating to me? Wouldn't you assume? I understand. It's, it's, it's frustrating because I understand this is loosely based on his life, blah, blah, stuff, tattoo, and he's a comedian, blah, blah, blah. I get it. But it's just what's frustrating me from the story aspect of this movie is everything that you just said, Eric, makes fucking sense. You know, he was he was afraid to admit, blah, 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 you know, and then he gets into the realm of the firefighters, and then he just gets closer to his dad because of that, you know, and he gets to grow up more, and he has to learn things. Like, it would make more sense story-wise, would it not, for him to say, okay, I, I miss my dad so much. I've made these bad choices in my life. Firefighting's the only way to get closer to my dad. I'm just going to be a firefighter. That makes sense, does it not? Well, why can't it be that? We're at an open ending, so, I mean, you as the viewer, why can't you? You can be happy with that, with that, with that ending. Because that's, because that's what, that's what open that endings are. They're not... They're not. They're not telling us that the ending they told us clearly. There's no open ending. The clear ending to me. It's clearly, was, an open ending. The dude starting, stares at the sky. 
he stands at the sky, which I'll talk about in a second. Uh, but but what 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 it said to me was he was getting good at drawing when Bill Burr saw you know the, the like his son you know with the drawing and stuff. And he's like, yes, I'm I'm learning. I'm getting better. I want to be a tattoo artist. He ends the movie with wanting to be a tattoo artist. And just for the sake of argument, because I don't know if we're going to talk about it again since you brought it up, Eric. But the reason why he stands where he does and he looks up is because he's looking in the distance of where the towers used to be. That's where his dad died in real life. So that's why they did that shot. How do I know that? I read about it. That's what Pete Davidson said. He said in his exact words was, and I quote, we did the shot because I wanted to honor my dad. So I had me walking out the building, looking up at where the towers were. That was the thought. Well, like, that's a nice uh, thought. Did not, I did not really? have that going in. Well, how about this? How about this? You say with that ending, and I'll say with my ending, because to me, it was clearly uh, obvious that he is a much better artist on paper than he is on skin. So uh, I like the idea that maybe he gives up the, the tattooing and just goes into the, to the art thing and maybe does some firefighter stuff on the side. Ryan, Ryan, what do you think of this whole argument that we're having right now about this? Oh, it's definitely an open ending. Uh, it's left to your interpretation whether, like, he's showing you the seeds of him realizing he needs to be better, but it, you you still can assume that he you, he might not. He might at some point just revert to who he was. Um, it's not giving you a concrete finish. Like you you see that he's getting better with dealing with his inner struggles, but is that actually gonna be permanent? Is the Would question. you have liked him to see? Would you have liked him, Ryan, to see him become a firefighter? Then, no. From the start, no. I, no. I, no, I don't think that. I don't think that fits with his character. I think if I think if he would have even just an offhand comment to Kelsey at the end, his girlfriend, um, if he just mentioned like he was going back to art school or something, that would be more in line with the Scott character than becoming a firefighter. Because even even if he now has some newfound respect for firemen and what they do. I don't. I wouldn't think that that character would transition into being a firefighter. Well, see, now this is where I disagree with you because throughout the whole movie, those those scenes when he was with the firefighters seems like he was at his most peaceful and most happiness. Well, the new life also some fucking discipline he never got in his life either, and that'll set him straight. Well, it set him straight, but is he just? I mean, like. The character is very mopey, high all the time, blame everybody else for his problems. And then he gets into the world of the firefighters, gets into this brotherhood, this fraternities, if you will. Yeah. And and he and he without sound. I, I, I don't know. The he's, word he's, got for, he's, so, got, he's, he's, he's got he's got he's got motivation now. He's got something like yeah. they're putting him to work and he's he's. You know, his gears are starting to move now. You know, he's getting jump-started and uh, getting some much-needed life from these guys. And he gets a dose of reality, too, because he gets to see them on the job. And obviously, that's 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 a, that's a new thing that he's probably never seen before, you know, or, or experienced. Uh, I shouldn't say seen before, but experienced. He's, he's there. He gets to see Ray on the la on the ladder in the building, explosions, and just, just jump in, and, they, and they, he sees them save people. And you could tell that, obviously, he's a, he's a very uh, empathetic person. You could tell by those uh, the, the walks with the kid in the, in the kids in the morning that he's, you know, he's, he's not a monster. He's not a complete, you know, uh, shithead. He's, you know, got a heart. Yeah, 
I do love how everybody's really skittish of him when he, when the teacher's like, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. She's, that little girl was cute. Um, I also love Bill Burr and his fight in front of the pool. Where he's like, I know you're a, what was the line? Something about like, I know that you're a fucking gambler or whatever. And then he just, I don't know where Bill Burr had to taste. <laughs> yeah, the Jets will have a comeback. Like out of nowhere. <laughs> and I just, <laughs> I just, it's just, it's just his quick wit to that was just very funny to me. Like somebody that's so desperate who's a Jets fan, just like the Browns, you suck. You will not win. As a Lions fan, I, I felt that too. I know you did. That's all right, though. My four championships make me feel good, and Ryan can't speak because he has six and he stole four of them, so that's all right. I don't Nothing. know what that means. This year, you though. Stole. You stole. You, you, this is the year. You Super Bowl stole Lions. four championships because you're, because you're a Steelers fan. Oh, okay. I got you. Play on words yeah. now. Yeah. There. There okay. we go. Yeah. I thought you were yeah, saying was, like, was, the refs cheated or something. I, I probably. Don't those, I don't probably, know those myths. Probably. Probably. But anyway. No, I mean, like, it's just. Okay. So, Ryan, Eric, do you guys agree with me at all that the firefighting stuff was the best part of the movie? Like, like it felt like a different movie at this point. Ryan, we'll go with you first. Um, I don't know. I didn't really feel anything for him. Like, it's. I mean, Buscemi's good. I didn't really, I didn't really like Bill Barr in this movie. I'll be honest with you. Um, oh damn! Yeah, he's he's got a weird tone, weird inflection when he speaks. I find very off-putting. Even in a stand-up, when he does interviews, his he's funny. But I don't know. I find his voice just grating. Um, no, I thought the best parts were were when he's interacting with his girlfriend. Well, Kelsey, whatever, whatever they are, their boyfriend girlfriend by the end of the movie. But the scenes they have together, I thought were probably the best, and the scenes that he has with Marissa Tomei. Um, but there, I mean, there are some good one-liners here and there I enjoyed, um, like when they're at the ball game, and Steve Buscemi asks him if he wants a hot dog, and he says, "No, I have Crohn's disease," and they ask him what that is, and he explains like it makes him it's just, he shits all the time, and and Bill Bear is like, "We maybe you should just say next time, just say I don't want a hot dog." And he just quickly replies, "I'm bringing. A, I'm trying to raise awareness." <laughs> That's a funny joke. That was funny. Uh, Eric, how about you then? I mean, like, do you do you agree with me, or do you agree with Ryan uh, that this that this firefighting stuff is the best part of the whole movie? It's it's definitely when it it starts to to get a little bit more interesting. You you start to see the turn of the character, um, the arc, if if you will, a little bit more so. Yeah, it becomes uh, a more um, well positive to, to look at, especially for as Ryan said before. Like this guy's a, is a whiny person, you know. He's, it's hard to re- to really get on this guy's side when he's just so so damn annoying. But again, this is the part where you get to see the improvement, the better of man kind of come through. So yeah, I, I would agree to that too. Um, is it the best part? I mean, but it, I think this movie already kind of cemented itself into being a drama before we got into that part. It's just that we get to see kind of it pay off uh, towards that firefighting part, you know? Well, my closing statement before we get our popcorn ratings for it is that I just feel like the movie should have been an hour and a half. I mean, like, there's just so much that could have gotten rid of. Like you said, you know, like the, uh, you know, like the, the fighting for tips. Uh, the whole friends robbing the store. There's no reason for that scene. Just get it out because it goes nowhere. 
there's this tons the, of the singing. The, the they don't need to sing in the. We get it. They don't need to sing right. in the bar. Yeah, it's such a there's silly no scene. Reason, no reason to sing in the bar. It was a cool bar fraternity brother moment coming together. I get it, but then it, it was wasn't necessary. Walking the kids to school maybe once, twice at most. Get rid of that. I mean, there's just so much that you could have gotten rid of. Uh, even his girlfriend talked about how she wants to make like Staten Island like fucking awesome. Like there was this this stuff. There was this trimming so much fat that didn't need to be a part of this meal, and it was it was too long. Like hell, it was it was it was in the middle of the firefighting stuff. Like when he got. Um, Oh, when they put the hose to him and stuff, and he was in bed and they were fucking around with him and shit. I looked at my wife and I was like, Jesus Christ, how much more we got? She was like, I don't know, but I'm going to bed. <laughs> you get nothing tonight. I was like, but I gotta watch the movies. You know, that, that's your choice. Ooh, do you say this movie's a cock block? It, it was. It was. Because, like, but I gotta finish the movie, you know? And she was like, well, you know, me or the movie. I was like, damn you, movie guys. Well, I pre appreciate you, um, Putting putting one before the other there, Jordan. Thank you, buddy. Ryan, let's get into a popcorn. Let's go with you first, buddy. What is gonna be your popcorn rating for the King of Staten Island? Small bag. Um like I like I said during the review, uh, I didn't like Pete Davidson for the most part in the movie, except for when he's like shouting uh, in arguments with people to defend himself. Other than that, I found him kind of annoying or grating. I liked Marissa Tomei, did not like Bill Burr. I liked uh, Bell Powley, who plays uh, Kelsey's girlfriend. His friends, um, they have one funny scene when the when they're selling drugs to the teenage boy and they're shouting at him. Other than that, <laughs> That's a good scene. unimportant. Uh, I felt like they were just there taking up space. The movie, the one of the positives in the movie, it's nice to look at. Uh, the DP was Robert Ellswit. He's very good at his job. Um, the music's good. Uh, I am a huge fan of the Kid Cudi song, Pursuit of Happiness. They played on the trailer, and they played over the closing credits in this one. Um, but, yeah, overall, this movie, they're... Like, Jordan, you went over, it's too long. Um, and I feel that is a huge detriment to it. it. It's hard. It was hard for me to really get pumped past, like, to get into it past, like, the... 30 minute mark when I realized that we're not really going anywhere. Like the story wasn't really building a whole lot. And I kind of zoned out by the end. Like I was watching it, but I wasn't like analyzing it or paying m more attention to it than I normally would. Um, this isn't one I would recommend to people, especially not on VOD where it's 20 bucks now. Um, but yeah, that's a small bag. So for me, it's like I want a good good firefighter movie and there's a lot of firefighter movies out there and they're always like the hero firefighter movies like backdraft or something like that right where i am more interested in the fraternity of uh firefighters because i see that every day of my life growing up that's what speaks to me so when i saw the trailers i was really thinking like i said in this review the movie that i was going to get you know, and the movie that I got was not the movie that I wanted. And what I got uh, for 20 minutes of the firefighter stuff was so enjoyable for me because I was like, I can relate to this. Other than that, flat. Melissa Tomei, I understand why she did the way she uh, treated him, but she 
kind of was like bitchy at the end, you know, a little bit with him before she got back with Bill Burr, in my opinion, on that one. You know, just like ignoring him and giggling and day drinking with her friend. Like, oh, that was kind of funny, but it was like, well, she's kind of a bitch about it. Uh, the girlfriend was fine. Uh, the friends were no reason to be there absolutely at all. Um, also, I we didn't bring this up, and this is why I'm going to give my popcorn rating this. The convenience of the story. What a quinky dink that some random blonde-haired kid walks on a beach and they tattoo a line on him, and that in turn is going to change his life forever. You know, by the dad meeting the mom and and then the dad teaching him to grow up. And it's like, really? Okay. Like, I could not, after I digested all of that, I was kind of disgusted. For me, it's, it's, a, it's a small bag as well. I thought I was getting something else. I didn't get it. Kind of upset with what I got. Does not need to be two and a half hours. Does not. So small bag for me, Eric. Are, are we all going to agree? Going to give this one a small? Uh, or are going to go something bit different here? Yeah, I'm actually I'm going to throw a bit of a, a surprise one on here, and I'm I'm going to tell you why. I, I think there's something that made the difference here too. I'm giving this one a medium bag because it 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 uh, um it exceeded my expectation. It it really did. But I think because I did not watch it all in one sitting, my gripes are the same as you about the length of this one. I watched this one in two pieces. I watched this one an hour and then then uh, then the rest of it. So in two different sittings. And it was much easier to, to kind of manage on that way, uh, as as well. I I think I that delivers a little bit more of an enjoyable experience, maybe. Um, because that length I was not looking forward to just kinda of sitting down and going through that because I got to see kind of you know two two kind of episodes I got to see the 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 episode where he is a piece of shit and then I got to see the episode where he's he's getting into the life of the firefighter type of thing so I I enjoyed kind of getting getting to see that and having a moment to kind of digest a bit between uh, the other ones but um, stranger things have happened I guess with the, the kid coming through it seemed again silly. The bigger reason I'm giving this medium bag is because, as I had said before, I enjoyed everyone else in this movie. I, I really, even to the, to the kid actors and um, the the ex, uh, 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 the actress's name was I mean Pamela. Um, oh goodness, what the hell her name? Anderson is that what it is? Adwan. Adwan, yeah. Uh, Adwan. The the one who would do like all the stuff with with Louis and stuff before. I I enjoy her. As well, too. I think she, I enjoy seeing her in whatever role she plays, even though it seems to be kind of the same role. But uh, I enjoyed everyone else in this movie. And that's why I think I enjoyed this movie more than um, I thought I would, is because everyone else just shined through. Maybe because, again, Pete Davidson kind of lowered the bar just a bit more, and everyone else was able to kind of uh, do more because of it. I, I got to see that, I guess, a little bit more. I didn't really feel too much for his character, for Scott's character. But um, everyone around him seemed actually like people that maybe I've met in my life. So that's that's where where my surprise was. I get this a medium bag just because uh, of everyone else. Well, we are going to be going to Broadway next week. First time ever in Movie Guys history. A movie that I have absolutely no desire to see. But we are going to be watching and reviewing Hamilton. You can stream it live now on Disney Plus to prepare for our review next week. Oh, 
you guys both really wanted me to do this, so this will be interesting. I'm gonna watch this in three nights. I heard it's like three and a half hours. Uh, who so, knows? Maybe you will watch it all one through because you enjoy it so much. I, I you know what? I'm going into this completely open-minded because, for the record, for the fans, I hate musicals. I don't care what kind of musical it is. Phantom of the Opera, Lion King, Book of Mormon. I, I it's just not my thing. It, it, it content doesn't matter. There you go. It's just not my thing. What if so, it's, instead of singing, well, they do some. They do a lot of singing. But what if they rapped? Even if, because because it's this, it's this, it's the stage. It's the pizzazz. It's the show. I just never got into it. Never got into it. One time. Uh, my wife and I were visiting her sister in Chicago, and they took me to a Patrick Swayze musical, and I fell asleep within 10 minutes. Well, you're here first, everyone. Jordan, not a fan of all that jazz. No, I just, I'm just not into it. So let's <laughs> let's just see all that jazz with uh, Roy Schreider. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, but no, so we will see. And then the week after that, we get another thing that Jordan doesn't like, anime, which we'll announce that next week. But, yes, next week we will be coming back with Hamilton. Wish me luck, fans. Wish me luck. I, I'm not looking forward to this one. <laughs> I know you guys are. I'm not. But thank you so much for uh, downloading this episode, everybody. Appreciate it. Hope everybody had a good 4th of July. And we'll be uh, next back. We'll be back next week for Hamilton. Thank you so much again. Make sure to check us out on all the social media forums. And have a good night.